Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Still a quarantine Salt Lake City, Utah. Joined by my partner and the man from up north, Spencer Nelson. Stay home, stay safe, Bretter. Stay home, stay safe. Is that why we're in the office right now? <laughs> yeah, we are together doing the podcast, but we, Six feet apart. we are socially distanced and uh, we're obeying all regulations and trying to be responsible. Absolutely, absolutely. We're actually joined, in addition to Spencer and I, by my favorite nine-year-old girl in the world, Ella Patterson. Say hi, Ella. Hey, everyone. Ella's got some special information for us later, but in today's podcast, Spencer and I want to discuss the following, where the market has been, where it is now. We want to talk about a divergence that we're seeing in the market and really address an important question that we're getting a lot right now, Spencer, which is, hey, I've got a bunch of cash. The market's up a little bit from its lows. Isn't right now a good time to put in money or is it going to or is the market going to fall and go lower and but first off let's talk about the market as a whole the last podcast we did uh, I did was with Jed and the market was in free fall <laughs> <laughs> and on March 23rd the S&P 500 was down 37% fastest drop spencer in the history of the market that went really fast it was insane how fast Everything was being sold. The VIX popped to 80, and there's earthquakes happening in Salt Lake City <laughs> Salt Lake during City. the quarantine, during the stay home, stay, stay safe. Stay home, stay safe. Watch your head from stuff falling. So crazy time. Since then, and, and also on March 23rd, the NASDAQ 100 was down 20%, so in bear market territory. Since then, the NASDAQ is now flat on the year. And the S&P 500 is down 13 and a quarter percent. So we've had, and we talked about this in last in, in several podcasts ago, in a bear market, the speed at which a bear market falls, the recovery, historically speaking, is as fast as the fall. Now, I don't know if that's going to continue. Nobody knows, but that's history. Uh, so we've seen a Huge fall in the market and a rebound in the market. So the question is, right now, there's kind of a divergence that we're seeing between the good and the bad. Can you explain what that is, Spencer, and what that really means? Yeah, so like you said, we went down really, really fast, and we've come back really, really quickly. That's a very general market statement. But when you look at individual sectors and individual companies – there has been a divergence of really good companies with really strong balance sheets have started to come back. Companies that are actually taking advantage of the situation in a good way, I mean, not in a negative way, but the grocery stores, you know, essentialized items, consumer staples, certain retail, Amazon, obviously, Walmart, you know, there's certain names, Microsoft, you know, a lot of the tech names that have to do with team sharing, Zoom, all of those names are companies that have actually taken advantage of it and have grown and uh, their stock price has, has rebounded more or even more so uh, with the quarantine and with, with the coronavirus. Then those names that I talked about with great balance sheets that are going to be able to withstand this, 
they've they've come back. The companies that haven't come back thus far are the ones that have a little more uncertainty around them. Some of them have really bad balance sheets, a lot of debt, and the question is, are they going to stay in business? Others may still have strong balance sheets, but their business itself has taken such a ginormous hit that there's a lot of question marks. And so when you see this divergence, it it becomes more of a stock picker's market. It comes to the fundamental analysis that that we're doing to figure out, okay, who are the companies that can withstand this? And then where are they trading at right now? And is there opportunities to invest in those names, knowing that three years from now, they'll come through it and actually flourish on the back end? So if you look at some of those sectors, retail, the market's down 13% right now. Retail is down 26%. Financials are down 21%. Industrials are down 22%. Are there opportunities in those sectors to find great stocks that are trading at great values that still have great potential? Yes, and, and, and those are all individual sectors, but there's a number of names within those sectors. And so the question is, and it's our job to say, okay, within that, who are going to be the winners? The financials. Who are going to be the winners? And we want to invest in those and add to those positions. Retail. There's going to be a lot of losers. Retail has been hit really, really hard. There's going to be a lot of losers, but there's going to be winners as well. Who are the companies? So taking it sector by sector and saying, okay, this sector's gotten hammered, but who's going to be the winner there? You know, those are where the opportunities are. It's that top-down analysis, which a lot of our listeners know all about, finding the great companies within those sectors that are on sale. Now, here's an interesting thing that we've done at Iron Gate. We have a wish list of stocks, and many of our clients have seen that wish list. Uh, and many of those stocks, for the past three, four, five years, have not been trading at good deals. The beautiful thing about a bear market, Spencer, and notice I said beautiful thing about a bear market because we, <laughs> we do look at it as tremendous opportunity. We were able to finally buy those stocks that we love and have been looking at for years because they came on sale. Many of those stocks are now positive on the year. Yeah. But when a market's down 37% and everybody is liquidating because of margin or because of over lever- being over leveraged in some sort of product, it pushes everything down, and that's where you're able to find the deals. But here's the question. Are those deals over? Are there any deals out there? Should we still be putting money to work? Yeah, and, and that's great. And that's really, look, it's interesting to know, okay, where were we? Where are we now? But that's the biggest question you, me, and everyone else has is, okay, well, where are we going from here? And if you still have some money on the sidelines, did you miss the boat or is it still a good time to get in? So here's my opinion on this. Yeah. Uh, Number one, and we haven't talked about it yet, and that's the coronavirus, right? We've said really from day one that it's not the depth of, of the bear market, which was deep and fast and furious and crazy. But it's how long are people going to be locked up for? And I say locked up, stay safe, stay home, Spencer. Yes. That's shorter than anybody ever thought it was. We thought fall. That was the prediction, predictions. 
Now it's, heck, Utah's opening May 1st. So is Georgia, Tennessee, right? So things are starting to open up a little faster than people thought. That's helped in the rebound of the stock market. But, and here's the direct answer to your question. And I'm going to bring in Ella here too to help us. If you wait for clarity and for the dust to settle, and we've talked about this before. We talked about this two months ago. If you wait for the dust to settle, Ella, I've been preaching to you kids at home because I'm, those, my poor kids, they're so sick of the stock market. If you wait for the dust to settle and for clarity to occur, what's typically happened? You've missed most of the good news. That's it. From the mouth of kids. <laughs> if you wait, anytime you wait for clarity and for the dust to settle and you know exactly what's happened and what's going to happen, guess what? You've missed the opportunity. It's when all hell's breaking loose and there's a lack of clarity, that's when you buy. And so my question would be back to you, Spencer. Is there clarity in the market right now? Do we know what's going to happen? No, there's still uncertainty. Which tells me... That there's still opportunity. 100%. Yeah, and that's a really good point. And, And look, we don't know... Has the bottom come in yet? Will we hit the bottom again? I think it probably has, but yeah. I don't know for sure. And we don't know for sure. And so the 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 thing is, a guy named Ben Carlson uh, read an article by him, and he says it not quite as good as Ella, but probably better than we could. And I'm going to quote him exactly. Just remember that you'll never buy at the exact bottom. That's not how these things work. You'll either be early or late, but trying to pick when the bottom will come is a fool's errand. There's no clear signals during a market crash. And here's, the, I love this, perfect is the enemy of good when putting money to work during a sell-off. Regardless of when you buy or rebalance into the pain of a falling market, time is your friend and patience is the ultimate equalizer. My takeaway is, in a stock picker's market, are you buying the best names that have the best opportunity to when there does come some certainty when there does some when there when there does come some clarity in order to get the type of returns that our clients want you have to embrace a little bit of the uncertainty and you have to be willing to take a step now it's not a blind step because the research that we're doing the, the hours that go into studying these companies and their balance sheets provides a certain level of clarity to us, but you never know 100%. But that's what you said. When there's still some uncertainty, there's still some really good opportunity. Obviously, there's uncertainty. And, and, uh, and some good news will cause the market to go up. There's still going to be some bad news, and you'll have some down days. The market was down 3% on uh, the other day this week. That's an opportunity. Nibble a little at those really good names. So I would say that it's still a good time to be able to put money to work in this market. Absolutely. The last thing Ben says is, I would rather be kicking myself in the short run for jumping in too early than kicking myself in the long run for never putting my money to work in the first place. Look, we tell clients all the time, 
Sometimes we're going to buy something and we're going to look like an idiot the next day because it's going to go down a little bit more. And then sometimes we're going to buy something and it's we're going to look like a genius because it goes up. I don't care how I look the day after I buy something. I care how I look a year, two years, three years. And I feel very good about what we're buying. And if I were to buy more today, I'd feel very good about where we were going to look, be in a year or two years from now. Yeah, absolutely, Spencer. I, I recall 2008, 2009, talking to, to a lot of people in 2011 and 12 who were still sitting in cash because they were still scared. Well, guess what? When you're scared, that's when you buy. And it's so hard to do. But that's why we're here <laughs> to do it for you. Yeah, right. exactly. So with that, I will leave my coronavirus personal opinions to the side. <laughs> and I won't go down that rabbit hole. But I will just say what a great opportunity this has been. If Again, if you wait for the dust to settle, it's too late. So take advantage of it. With that, my friends, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today, Ella. Great to have a special guest. Goodbye, everybody. See ya! This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.